0: Currently in my community, we are reading The Power of Now. And in this book, it talks about how presence is our key to happiness. When we tap into the present moment, only love exists. Because when we are in the ego, when we are in the past or the future, we are in that fear mindset or that regret mindset or that guilt mindset. But when we step into the present moment, all that exists is now. All that exists is love, but how do we actually and tangibly step into the present moment? Because thus far, it is just like a, a a concept. It is a theory. It is something that we can talk about and talk about and talk about. But how do we actionably and actually step into presence? And today. We are going to talk about it, guys. Welcome back to like a mini spirituality series. I just have so much that I have been reflecting on in the past couple months. And I know that we have amazing guests coming on every single Tuesday. I'm so excited for you to hear every single episode. Each episode has taught me so much. And, not but, but and, I love them both. I'm like, I got to get on the mic and talk to you guys. I got to do some solo episodes because I have so much to share And so much to say. And I'm excited to dive in with you guys every single Thursday for a mini episode on something that has to do with self-improvement, spirituality, wellness, whatever is coming up that I need to share. And today, it is my cheat sheet, my cheat code on how to step into the present moment. How do we actually step into the now? How do we do it? Because if we don't know, then we don't know. And thus far all I've heard is theory when it comes to stepping into the moment stepping into the present And I was at this meditation retreat last week. It's called KMEC, It's on the big island. It's in Pahoa It's really amazing. Check it out if you feel called to it. I posted about it on my instagram and basically this acronym For stepping into the present moment. This cheat sheet, this cheat code to stepping into the present moment came to me while I was in meditation there. And I was like, I have to share it with you guys. It's an amazing, amazing little life hack. And we're just going to get into it today. I missed you guys a lot. I love you so much. Don't forget that you are inherently worthy. And although it is important to learn about yourself and learn about you know, our brain, our body, our souls in order to evolve deeper. I also want you to know that you don't have to do, be, or achieve anything to be worthy, to love yourself. You can love yourself broken. You can love yourself whole. You can love yourself in the process. You can love yourself through every single phase. You can just decide that you're going to accept yourself and remind yourself of the truth that you literally are inherently fucking worthy. So let's get into it guys. I am Kayla Rose. I am the podcast host of Skinny Dipping, the podcast where we dive in on the mind, the body, and the soul in order to create actionable change in our lives. Like I said before, I've heard about presence and and stepping into the now in theory, but I'm like, how do we actually do it? And this is the cheat code. Make sure to subscribe if you're new, follow the Instagram at Skinny Dipping Diaries, follow me on all platforms at KK. And yeah, join the community guys. The Soul in Progress community is so freaking dope. I am so grateful for it. We have a book club now and I didn't even start it like other people in the community started this book club and I'm like, y'all are amazing. Are you kidding me? Like you guys are so cool. I'm so lucky to be part of your community. It's not just my community. It's our community and I feel so lucky and so grateful to be a part of it soul in progress the community is an app it's on the computer it's on the circle communities page and it'll be linked below if you feel called to join the community of like-minded people we do workshops on there i have exclusive resources for eft tapping breath work we have places for like us to comment on each other's questions and and discuss things about social media and create a space where we can open up vulnerable authentic connections so guys Check it out, and let's get into this episode. How do we step in to the now? So many teachers, so many great teachers have taught us that when we are present, only love exists. When we are present, joy exists. And when we are in this presence, we are separated from the fear of the ego. We are separated from the pain that feels all-consuming sometimes. And when we're caught up in the past and we have the grief of the past or we're caught up in the future and we have the anxiety of the future, we remove ourselves from the now. Where actually in the now is where we tap into all the good stuff, the joy, the creativity, flow state. So I created a little acronym for you guys so you can always remember how to tap into the now. It's super important before you go to this acronym that You practice having awareness because what happens is when we notice, we become the observer of our emotions. We realize, oh shit, I'm in the grief of the past or, oh shit, I'm in the anxiety of the future. When we notice, when we tap into becoming the observer and just recognizing like, okay, I see that I'm actually not in the present moment. When we call ourselves out in that way, the pattern already begins to unravel itself. Simply by us. Having awareness of it. It's so powerful to just literally call yourself out and realize, fuck, I am not in the present moment right now. And once you have awareness, you will begin to create the habit of just noticing. It doesn't have to be this big scary thing, all you're going to do is notice. Can you notice when you're not in the present moment? Can you notice when you are just caught up in emotions rather than being present with the joy and and the energy and the authenticity that always exists within you? That gratitude, that love, it literally always exists within you. It simply relies on our ability to receive it and perceive it. Because if we are closed, we are not going to feel the love. For example, if you are in a car and you have the window closed, you're not going to feel the wind on your skin, but then once you roll the window down, you're going to feel the wind on your skin. In that moment, you are open to receiving because your channels are open, and it's like that with love and, and, and good energy. It always exists. In some capacity, it always exists, but we get cluttered. And we get distracted and I fucking do it all the fucking time. I just get caught up in the bullshit, caught up in shit that doesn't matter. I get caught up in the drama, my own drama or other people's drama. I get caught up in the people pleasing. I get caught up in the bullshit. And what happens is when we are caught up in that, the past or the future, we are not open to receiving the love, even though it's there. We can generate it within us. We have this amazing ability to generate energy. It's just, are we willing to receive? Are we willing to open ourselves up? Are, are we willing to perceive it? So what I want you to do is begin to have awareness and begin to open yourself up to receiving, even when you're caught up. I want you to take a step back and call yourself out and just be like, damn, I'm really in my ego right now. And as soon as you recognize the ego, you are no longer in the ego. And I know that seems like, how does that happen? But I promise it works. As soon as you have awareness for it, the subconscious pattern already begins to unravel itself. And then you're going to tap into this acronym. And it's super easy because we're tapping into the NOW. And that is the acronym, NOW. N-O-W. So once you realize, okay, like, I'm having awareness right now. I am in my ego. I'm really caught up in my drama. I'm, I'm really in the bullshit right now. What do I do? The first thing that you could possibly do, and you don't have to do these in any specific order, these are just tips and tricks and tools for you to use in whatever capacity your intuition feels called to. And I would also like to note that, and I would also like to note that, that I can tell you these tools and these tips and these tricks, but it is up to you to discern and to use your intuition and to use your intuition to feel out what feels best for you, because What's best for me, it might not be best for you. And the order in which these work for me might not be best for you. Everyone is so individual and so unique. And the best thing that you can do for yourself is to honor your intuition and to listen to yourself. You can read all the fucking self-help books in the world. You can learn from the greatest teachers. You can go to all the meditation centers and learn from amazing people. That is so helpful. And I think that we should all do that. We should all learn. But then we come back to discernment what does my intuition say that I need? The teachers that we learn from and the books that we learn from and the podcasts that we learn from are so powerful, but nothing is the greatest teacher than your own intuition. And your intuition will tell you every single time. Are you listening? Are you open? Can you feel the wind on your face? Are you open to receiving it? So I'm going to tell you these things and I want you to use them with your own intuition. The more you practice your intuition, the more that you respect your intuition, the more that you listen to your intuition, the stronger it becomes. And you will notice that it will be easier every single time to pick up, is this my intuition or is this an intrusive thought? Is this my anxiety or is this my intuition? As you begin to practice, it will strengthen just like any muscle, just like you going to the gym when you practice listening to your intuition and respecting it. And moving forward with action from your intuition your intuition will get stronger I promise it'll happen it happened to me I feel like I got really caught up in my anxiety for the longest time and as I began to practice my intuition in little ways like just making quick decisions what what do I need to do right now I don't need to get caught in my analytical mind and my ego and stress out about it what do I need to do my heart knows my body knows We have this intuitive nature. We have this innate knowing, this innate knowledge that is literally in our DNA to come through for us. We all have it. You don't have to be a mystic or a psychic or a medium to tap into this intuition. We all have it within us, and all you have to do is practice. So now let's get into it. The acronym for stepping into the now, N-O-W. The first thing is going to be N for newness. Newness is is one of the most powerful things that you can incorporate into your life. Why? Because so many of us are caught on the hamster wheel. And I was caught on the hamster wheel for a long time. Now I'm a little bit on the other end of the spectrum where I have a little bit too much freedom and I need to come back to a place of structure in my life. But for so long, up until like two years ago, I was on the hamster wheel through school, through relationships, elementary school, to middle school, to high school, to university. Like, I didn't really think. I just, I just acted. I did what I thought I was supposed to do. And because of this, every day felt the same. And To add newness and spontaneity into your life is going to allow you to look at the world through a fresh pair of eyes as if you are a child again, as if it is your first time experiencing something, as if it is your first time on earth. And when we allow ourselves to have newness and spontaneity, and taking ourselves out of the routine, out of the programming, out of the hamster wheel and into a space of choice where we feel like we have freedom, we can, we can actually listen to ourselves and do what we want to do, adding little sprinkles of newness into our life shows us that things are exciting and we don't have to be so consumed and in the structure of what society wants us to do and we can actually do whatever we want. I know that kind of sounds crazy a little bit, but when we sprinkle newness into our life, it changes our life because newness puts you into your five senses. It puts you into your vision, your hearing, your taste, your touch, your smell, and when we step into these five senses, we step into presence. That's why, when somebody is really overwhelmed or stressed out, one of the main tricks I'll give them is do the five, four, three, two, one method. Name five things you can see, four things you can hear, three things you can taste, two things you can smell, and one thing that you can feel. That wasn't the right order, but you can do it in any way you want, just five, four, three, two, one checking in with each of your senses immediately puts you into the present moment it puts you into your body because when we're not in the present moment when we're in the future or when we're in the past the grief of the past or the anxiety of the future what happens is we are in our mind we are in our ego we are somewhere that actually doesn't exist because that all that exists is the present moment. So when we go back to our body and our five senses, and we even like rub our hands together and remind ourselves like, I am real. I am here. I am not my mind. I am also my body and I am also my soul. The ego and the mind just thinks that they're all that matters and they're all that exists. And we have to remind ourselves that I'm actually a soul experiencing this body and this mind. I am not my mind, and I'm not my body. I'm literally a soul experiencing this body, and I'm a soul experiencing this mind. So when you are caught up in your mind, your ego, in the past or the present, in the past or the future, I want you to sprinkle newness into your life. How can you break the routine? How can you do something new right now? Like, for example, like yesterday, I went to this spot where I haven't gone in literally forever, and it's a jumping spot at a waterfall, and I was, like, so scared, and no one wanted to jump with me, and then my one friend looks at me, she's like, I know you want to do it, I'll do it with you, so we go and do it, and I felt so good, and I was so present the rest of the day, after I did, after after I did this jump, because I was like doing something new. Usually I wouldn't be like, okay, I'm going to jump off this, off this cliff because like, that's scary. Like, I don't want to do that. But I knew it was safe. I knew that I was all good to jump in. And I took the leap of faith, literally, (laughs) and I did it. And it left me in such deep presence for the rest of the day that I literally felt a high. Like it feels euphoric. It feels like a high to be present. And it doesn't have to be a crazy trip that you go on or something that's so expensive, you can literally just go to a new coffee shop or take a different drive to work or go on a walk in a different place or check out a new spot or make a new friend, hang out with somebody new. Try a new restaurant. When you add newness into your life, it puts you into the present moment. It puts you into a place of awareness of your five senses where you can observe what's going on around you because naturally our mind when we're when we're on the hamster reel doing the same thing over and over again our mind says oh I know this already I know this already I don't need to pay attention so what happens is our mind doesn't pay attention and it just goes through the motions and that's what's taking us out of the present moment is going through the motions. so when we add newness every single day into our life. Trying a new recipe, trying a new coffee shop, trying a new walk, trying trying to hang out with a new friend trying a new workout studio, whatever it is for you, trying a new workout video or a new meditation video. Routine is awesome. Discipline is awesome. I think there is so much value in that. I don't want to take away from that, but you need to sprinkle in. I literally imagine it. Like if you have your routine, it is the cupcake. I want you to take sprinkles of newness and sprinkle it on the top of your cupcake because what is cupcakes without sprinkles? (laughs) What is your routine without newness, and spontaneity, and adding little glimpses of excitement in there. That's what I want for you. It puts you in your five senses. It allows you to tap into the now. N-O-W-N is for newness. Next is going to be O. O is for becoming the observer. And I absolutely love this one. What does it mean to become the observer? If you read The Power of Now and New Earth, Untethered Soul, lots of amazing, amazing spiritual books, you will see that they always talk about becoming the observer. Our emotions are like the weather. They come and they go, and yet when they come, we forget that they are temporary, and we feel all consumed by them. And what I have been doing lately is practicing, because it's really just practice. When we practice, we create a new habit, we create a new... Way of being a new a new choice that a brain just naturally makes as we begin to make it familiar, as we familiar ourselves, as we familiarize ourselves with becoming the observer, it becomes easier and easier and easier, and we will choose it more often. So, I have been practicing becoming the observer when stress comes up in my life and I'm feeling overwhelmed, or I'm feeling super sad, or I'm might, or i feeling mad at somebody, or I'm feeling hurt, I could sit there and be consumed by the emotions, and act out of emotion, or I could step back and observe, and get curious. That's the nice next one, but for right now, when we're becoming the observer, they're all intertwined. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? And just observing it without judgment, and just kind of like, having awareness for what is happening, giving yourself grace and being like, it's okay that I'm feeling this way. We can feel overwhelmed for a second. We can cry it out. We can release the cortisol through some tears or, or through some movement. When we become the observer, we no longer are consumed by the emotions of the ego that really only are stressing about the future or stressing about the past. But we are in the present moment because we are becoming the observer. So they explain this really well in Untethered Soul. But when you think in your head and you like hear yourself in your head, there is also someone listening in your head. I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds batshit. But say something to yourself. Say, I love you in your head. I literally just said, I love you in your head, like that whole sentence. Um, so somebody's talking, right? But you're, you're observing it. So someone must be listening. Someone must be observing. And that is you, baby. That is you at your core. That is your soul. When you are in the observer, that is your soul. We have our brains and we have our bodies, but when you really look at yourself in the mirror, you can tell that there's something else behind there. And that is awareness. Our soul is literally just awareness. And when we can step into the observer, and and then the point of awareness where we are just observing our feelings and our emotions and our thoughts with detachment and without judgment. Easier said than done, of course. <laughs> but it is just practice. We allow ourselves to tap into the present moment. So the first one is newness. Sprinkle spontaneity like sprinkles on a cupcake, baby, into your routines. And then O is for becoming the observer. Observation, baby. Awareness. Become the observer. You have a choice not to be consumed. And honestly, I will say what helps me is checking in first. If I'm feeling all consumed by my thoughts or my emotions, I usually need to check in and see what my body needs. And typically when I'm super consumed, I might be hungry. I might be tired. I might literally need to move my body. Maybe I've been sitting at my desk and I've been stagnant and I have all this stuck energy within me. So if you are struggling that's like a really good actionable piece of advice that I can give you if you are struggling to step into the point of the observer first before becoming the observer and attempting to do that and attempting to just observe yourself check in with your body. Are you upset or are you anxious are you angry or are you sad because maybe something's not right in your body maybe you need to move maybe you need to sleep maybe you need to eat. Maybe you need to drink water. Sometimes it's as simple as that. And a lot of times when we are feeling anxious, it's our body trying to tell us that something is just kind of off. And we ignore it and we push it away and we judge it, but maybe we should just look at ourselves and be like, okay, what do I need, babe? What do you need? Ask yourself, what do I need? For me, I cried earlier. Sometimes you just need a fucking good cry. Feel it out. When you cry, it actually floods your body with dopamine, So release those tears, let it out, let it go, and ask yourself what you need and check in, and that will help you afterwards become the observer because then you are not consumed by your body and your mind anymore and and, and you tended to them in the way they needed needed you to. And then finally, N-O, step into the now, W is going to be for wonder. And wonder as in curiosity, wonderment. Can you have curiosity for the world? Because what happens is our brain loves to make meaning. Our brain just loves to make stories. And this comes from an evolutionary perspective and how our brain evolved to protect ourselves. Our ego's main purpose is to keep us safe. And you might already know this information, but I'm going to share it anyway. Because it doesn't hurt to say it again. What has happened is... Our ego's main purpose is to keep us safe. And in order to keep us safe, it wants to be able to predict what's going to happen so that we can avoid pain and move towards pleasure. So because of this, we have developed this habit as humans, this programming, this deeply rooted evolutionary programming to create meaning and create stories behind everything so that we can predict what is going to happen so that we can keep ourselves safe. See, it makes sense. And once you realize it, you can give yourself some grace and be like, okay, I'm not crazy for constantly making up stories for saying, oh, what if this, what if that, maybe this person's thinking that about me, or, or maybe this, or maybe I'm going to get this job and they're thinking that about me, or, or maybe they didn't give me that job because they hate me. Like our brains constantly make meaning. And what is so cool about that is that it keeps us safe. And we love her for that. We want our ego to do her job. But what happens is we lose the curiosity and when we are in meaning making and storytelling in our ego, we are in the past or the future. We are not in the present. Whenever you are in your meaning making, your storytelling, you're making assumptions about the world, you can definitely assume I am in my ego right now. So again, like we said in the beginning, having awareness for that is so powerful because already you realize and you wake up. And there's a part of you, your soul part, that realizes, okay, 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 I'm here. I'm still here. (laughs) I'm here, guys. So when we have awareness for it, the pattern already begins to unconsciously unravel. But what can we do? We can become in wonderment. We can get curious. We can ask questions about the world. Stop making assumptions. Stop making meaning out of everything. Stop telling yourself stories when you don't have all the information, babe. Literally, you are just causing yourself so much pain and suffering by assuming you know how that person feels about you. Or assuming you understand the situation fully when you can truly never understand the situation fully. And once you realize that, it frees you because you realize I don't have to have everything figured out, I don't have to understand everything. It is so fucking powerful. And what I want you to do is I want you to get more curious. How can you get curious with people that you love? How can you ask better questions with people that you love? How can you get curious about certain situations and find out more information before making assumptions? How can you get curious with yourself and your emotions and your thoughts and the way that you process and observe the world? How can you get more curious? Because when you are in curiosity and no longer making assumptions about everything, babe, And assuming you know nothing, like literally assume you know nothing, act curious, act like you don't know anything because that puts you deeply in the present. And that actually puts you into the most powerful seat of deep knowing and deep understanding of the world is to know that you know nothing. It is a serious shift in power. You will, you will notice that you are so much more in the present moment when you get curious. So to review guys, we have, how do we step into the now? N-O-W, newness, observation, becoming the observer, and wonder, a.k.a. curiosity. When you add more of this in your life, you will notice you are more deeply in presence, and that's what I want for you. That's what I want for you. That's what I want for all of us. So what actionably can you do this week? My my tasks for you guys, I want you to, first of all, like, If you're on your hot girl walk right now or if you're driving, take a little Instagram photo. Show me where you're listening to Skinny Dipping. It literally makes my entire life. And also, we have one more week until the giveaway is done. The giveaway is so dope. Sony headphones, Anima Mundi goodies, Toast swimwear. I'm obsessed. Go enter the giveaway now on the Instagram at Skinny Dipping Diaries or it'll be linked below. And also tag us where you are listening to Skinny Dipping because I really want to hear. I want to see what you guys are up to and it just really makes my day. And then if you also want to share with me on the Instagram or DM me or whatever you want to do, join the community and DM me there. I want to see you guys add spontaneity to your week, even in the small ways, in the affordable ways. You got this. This will make you more excited about life. And then when you are consumed by your emotions, I want you to check in with your body. What do you need? Take care of your body first so that you can become the observer. Let me know how that goes this week. And then finally, I want you to get curious. Any single situation that you are feeling stressful about, instead of just assuming, 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 making meaning, I want you to literally... Get in your journal, start writing some things down, and ask yourself some good questions and start answering. And maybe you need to ask questions to somebody else in this situation, or maybe you need to ask questions just with yourself. So those are your actionable steps that I want you to take this week, and I promise as you begin to do them, they will become easier and easier and easier because the brain loves familiarity and habit. We are habitual beings. We we, we just are. We, it just is. So, um, try to do that guys really make the effort because as you begin to practice, it will become your habit. And every single time that you choose presence, eventually it'll become your new normal. And that's what I want for you because I get it. I honestly get it. And the only reason I'm talking about this is because I struggle with it so badly. I, myself, deeply struggle with being in the present moment. I find myself caught up in my drama, caught up in my meaning-making, caught up in my assumptions about others, caught up in what other people think about me, how other people perceive me. I do it too. I'm not perfect at all. Like, literally not at all. That's the reason that I feel like this acronym came to me, because I just feel like I needed more presence in my life and we can all get caught up and we need to give ourselves grace and give ourselves love in the process and remind ourselves that there is a part of us trying to help us. It's trying to keep us safe. It's trying to keep us protected, but it is no longer serving this version of me. Those techniques that I was using to deal with the world worked then when I was uneducated and not awake. But now that I'm waking up, I have the ability to make choice and the ability to tap into the present moment and it's truly through practice of adding newness, becoming the observer and having more wonderment and curiosity for the world. I love you guys so much. You are inherently fucking worthy. Join the community. Follow us on Instagram, write a review, follow the podcast. You know what's up. Share this with somebody who needs to hear this today and come back next Tuesday for a guest episode and then Thursday for another spirituality mini epi. I guess this wasn't so many, it was like half an hour, but anyway, I love you guys, you're inherently fucking worthy, go go do something for you.
1: Warmer, sunnier days
0: are calling, so fuel up with them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. Win-win! That's code SKINNY50 at Factormeals.com to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out, it'll make your life so effortless and nutritious.
1: As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul, and I don't want to spend a fortune. Get warm weather ready with kints. Go to slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and three hundred and sixty five day returns. That's slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and three hundred and sixty five day returns. slash skinny dipping.